Hi, welcome to another episode of Included or Diluted, a podcast where we discuss different social, political, and economic concepts and determine which groups are included and which are being diluted. We're your hosts, Charlotte and Taeyang. Today's episode is on the American dream, the concept that everyone has an equal opportunity in the United States to succeed. So stick with us to find out who's included and who's being diluted. So Charlotte, what exactly is the American dream? Well, I think that's a complicated question. The American dream has definitely changed over time. Its initial inception was at the turn of the 20th century. According to an article written by Gale about the evolution of the American dream, in the beginning, the American dream simply promised a country in which people had the chance to work their way up through their own labor and ingenuity. Immigrants fled the entrenched class restrictions of their own homelands for the United States in the hope of obtaining land and gaining religious and other freedoms. This promise of a better life attracted people from all over the world to the United States. Now that all sounds great, but what about America was so special that it became known as this magical land of opportunity? Well, it's a long story. The reason the concept of the American dream is unique to America actually has less to do with America itself and more to do with the circumstances in which the country was formed. If we think back to the founding of the United States, the first European settlers came to America with the hopes of finding economic opportunity or to escape religious persecution. At the time, America was the new world. It was a place to be explored and developed. And at that point, everyone, other than the natives of course, was an immigrant. So when the founding fathers began to create a structure for government and form a nation, they had these principles of equality and democracy in mind. They didn't want to replicate the oppressive monarchical systems that they had experienced in England. Fast forward to the 20th century and America represented a melting pot culture and the American dream represented a promise of upward mobility. This idea that hard work would lead to stability and prosperity for the generations to come. The thing is that at that time, it actually was much easier to succeed off of your own hard work in America compared to other countries around the world. America was a relatively newer country and there wasn't a strict social order that had been established. Other countries had traditional systems entrenched in their society that went way back in history. But I think we all know that it isn't all that easy to succeed off of hard work alone anymore, even in America. If the American dream really was attainable for everyone, Things like poverty and income inequality shouldn't exist to the degree that they do today. So I guess the real question is, who is actually included in the American dream? It's hard to say. Throughout the 1900s, the rhetoric around the American dream was pretty pessimistic. People believed that the American dream was one big illusion, that most people were being deluded into believing that anyone could achieve the American dream. Literary works from the early to mid-1900s reflect the frustration and betrayal that people were feeling upon realizing that perhaps the American dream isn't as ideal or as attainable as it initially seemed. For example, in the novel of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, there's this overarching theme that not everyone can achieve the American dream. The message in the novel seemed to be that the American dream might actually just be the able-bodied white man's dream. This sentiment is reflected in the poetry of the early 1900s as well. In Langston Hughes' I Too, he reflects on the differential treatment of Black Americans by society. Hughes' poem was a response to the earlier poem by Walt Whitman, I Hear America Singing, which represents an idyllic version of American life where each individual is equally praised for their contributions to society. Hughes' poem reflects the notion that not everyone is viewed equally in society, and that unequal perception manifests itself in real disadvantages for certain groups. Even in the novel The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, 
All of the main characters are able-bodied and white, and the only characters who appear to even come close to achieving the American dream are Gatsby and Tom, who are both white men. The Great Gatsby goes so far as to explore whether or not people that don't come from money, like Gatsby, can ever truly achieve the level of success like those who come from generations of wealth, like Tom. Why is it exactly that people like Gatsby can't break through to the top? Well, there is this sociological theory called the glass ceiling, which refers to the metaphorical, invisible barrier that prevents certain individuals from reaching the elite class of their respective fields. In an article published by the Oxford University Press, they explain that the notion of glass ceiling effects implies that disadvantages are stronger at the top of the hierarchy than at lower levels. So in the case of Gatsby, although Gatsby was able to achieve success in that he became the elite class of the new money, he never quite achieved the status and notoriety of the old money elite. I mean, if wealthy white man can't even achieve the American dream, then who can? Well, that's the burning question, isn't it? Modern day adaptations on the American dream seem to reflect that the definition of the American dream has changed over time. It seems we have come to a point where the old notion of the American dream just isn't something that is realistic anymore. It's possible that it never was. For example, the 2021 film In the Heights, inspired by Lin-Manuel Miranda, follows the journeys of the residents of an ethnic enclave of Latinos in Washington Heights. The characters in the film take on their own path to achieve their American dream, which has a different shape for each character. The main character, Usnavi, dreams of returning to his childhood home in the Dominican Republic, which he remembers to be carefree and full of fun in the face of the hardships and discrimination he and his community face in the United States. By the end of the film, he realizes that each person has a chance to achieve their own respective dream, regardless of the challenges that they face. And he ends up adapting his dream to fit the life that he has created in America. Something I thought was pretty interesting from the film as well was how they use the word suenito in reference to their dreams. Now, Charlotte, I know you don't take Spanish, but sonito means little dream. And it's really cool to see how even through something as subtle as wording, we can see how the idea of the American dream has been adapted by different groups of people to represent their own hopes and dream in a way that reflects their cultural backgrounds. In the poem Harlem, again by Langston Hughes, he reflects on how dreams change over time. We saw in In the Heights that even though their dreams changed over time, the characters still stayed true to what they originally envisioned their lives to be. I mean, even if we think about our own parents, they've definitely had their own unique journeys coming to America and pursuing their dreams. I came to America when I was only two years old. I came with my family since my mom had the idea to pursue a Taekwondo business. Now, after 14 years, it's really inspiring to see how much she has accomplished. I mean, she built her business from the ground up here in America, and now she runs one of the most successful Taekwondo schools in Florida. That's actually really cool. My parents' journey to pursue their American dream is pretty interesting too and it started before I was even born. They both came over to America seeking opportunities for higher education and college. They built a whole new life for themselves over here, and now they're both pursuing careers that they're really passionate about. Funny enough, they're actually both in engineering. My mom is a civil engineering professor, and my dad is a professional engineer. See, that's really cool too. It seems like today, the definition of the American dream has evolved to reflect the changes in society over time. Even though the original notion of the American dream may not be attainable anymore, I think now it's up to each of us to decide for ourselves whether or not we are capable of achieving our own American dream. I 100% agree. So that's all we have for you guys today. Thanks so much for listening. Come back next week for another episode of Included, Included or Diluted. Or Diluted.